Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Sisters podcast. If you're new here, we're Jenny and Christina, two actual real-life sisters who both happen to start their own small businesses. If you're here, you're probably a woman small business owner who is running a lot of the show by herself. Over the last eight years, we've each been in business. We've had to discover a lot of business owning on the fly. We know that running a business, a household, and maintaining mental health can be challenging because we've shed a lot of tears over it. Thankfully, we've always had each other to ask all the questions, bounce off all the ideas, and just have someone on the other end who gets it. And that's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast, to help other small business owners who are doing it all feel less alone. We talk about business strategy, our mental health journey, and all that falls in between. We're glad you're here to join our sisterhood. Hi, everybody. We are back and live in, we're actually in the same room today. Yeah. Hi, everybody. We're hoping we're in my room, Jenny's room. Yep. We're hoping it sounds okay because this is the first time we're doing this in the same room. But I, Christina, am here on vacation for just a little bit longer. And we wanted to make sure to record while we were together. It's much like a small business where you say, oh, mm-hmm. we're going to do all of these we're things. Gonna we like said we're going to do 10 episodes. Yeah, we're going to do 10 episodes. And then we enjoyed our time together, which is important. Yeah. And I think that follows like the boundaries and intentions we have set up. And hopefully you all have, um, I don't know, absorbed from <laughs> us too, that it's okay to just Go with the flow. And we love doing the podcasts for you all. And we are, we do have some plans in place of like what we'd like to grow it to be and do more of. But as you know, May was just crazy. May is always just a little bit crazy. So we did take like a longer break than we thought. Well, we knew May, I've heard moms call it May-sember. Yeah. We knew May-sember, especially Jenny had one graduate. And then just moms in general, all the end of the year stuff and adjusting back to summer. Um, We knew our target market, since we talked about a target market, our target market is in the same boat. So we've missed you. We uh, hope that you are off to a great summer. We're in the first week of June, which is nuts. Um, But we wanted to come on today as we start summer and talk a little bit about time management. I know we've talked about that in the past, but we wanted to talk about specifically adjusting it for summer months. Um, and so, and, and like, we, we like really figured this out in real time too, of just even how we went forward with the podcast and realizing like, it would be good to talk about how your, um, rhythms really do change in the summer. In the summer. Yeah, they do. And we, like Jenny said, we have some vision and things coming for our podcast, which we will share hopefully in the next couple episodes and have that all figured out for you guys. Um, because we do want to start, like we, especially with me being up here, we have gotten to meet so many of you, which is so amazing. And all of you talk about what a great community it is and all that. So we have some fun and exciting things coming just to grow that element of it and the, um, to interact with us, but also each other. Yeah. The, the like collaboration that all of our people have had with each other. So anyways, that's coming soon. You'll hear that in the next couple episodes, but today we'll go ahead and start with our time management. If you are starting your summer, you might already feel like, how is this even gonna work. I Today I had a freak out moment with Jenny, with my boys of like, I forget what it's like when they're home all of the time. So um, this will, I think this will be good. Yeah, I think so too. And it, it's always good to just, just like the seasons change, 
our rhythms change a little bit too. And so it, if you all are feeling like a little bit scattered right now, whether you have kids or don't, because I feel like summer just changes in general. Because there's more like outside activities and mm-hmm. outings going, at least in the northern. People want to hang out. It's, yeah, like evenings. it's just different. You stay up later and outside. So yeah. Well, think- and you guys love when we have Ellie on. And <laughs> we were actually just talking to Ellie about this too, that she was saying that her and her partner, Brooke, were talking about – their schedule needing to adjust in the summer and they don't have kids. Um, but theirs is more like the friend element and like being able to hang out with people later at night mm-hmm. versus their, they're very regimented. And so that they, there's just a little bit more of a like freedom, um, go with the flowness in summer. Mm-hmm. And that's hard when you're running your own business. And if you're a personality like mine, where you have FOMO, it's really not great. <laughs> um, because you're, you still have to work while everyone else is like meeting at the pool or whatever they're doing. So let's talk about, it's, it's very self-explanatory, especially if you already are a maker or entrepreneur, or small business owner, it's, you know, the importance of time management, you know, why that's important, but I can speak to the side of if I don't establish some sort of rhythm in my routine or establish some sort of time blocking or tell my mind what to do, I'm just going to freeze and not do anything. So for me, all of this prepping and planning and having an idea of what a day might look like helps me thrive. Yeah. And it doesn't even mean that like your whole day has to be planned out. Maybe you even take some of these tips and like, okay, I'm going to work two hours of the day in the summer and like planning out those good two hours and then really taking it easy the rest Mm -hmm. of the time. Like just Mm -hmm. having some sort of time management in place, I think helps us. Because I think too, without having some sort of plan or even if you say this is a day, it's going to be super flexible. If you don't, If you don't have a plan specifically with your business and what the days look like, you're going to get burnt out because Mm -hmm. you're going to be working on things that don't actually matter. You're not going to have an income to back that, and it's just going to get really frustrated, Um, frustrating. And so um, let's talk a little bit about like what, Jenny, like what does your summer work-life balance look like? How does that change? Okay. So that, and again, I've noticed this as Christina's been here, that it really does differ like if you have kids or you don't have kids and even the ages of your kids, because mine look a lot different than like Mm -hmm. having Christina's age boys here. So I know, so usually, you know, like what time of day is best for you, for your personality, for your family life, for your personal life, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I tend to find in the summers, like my early morning daytimes are good. And then maybe my nighttimes, this is where I would go in and do nighttime stuff because my boys are usually like hanging out with their friends at night and not home anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm, we're all like naturally staying up later too. Mm -hmm. So I feel like nighttime, Mm -hmm. I I'm a lot more productive. Yeah. I think too, like to, first and foremost, sit down and reflect about like, what are your priorities in summer? Like, so we talked about priorities in the spring, but I think to reevaluate them every season and see like, what is going to change? What priorities, if your priority is to be with your family or travel a lot in the summer, your priorities are going to look different for your business in that point. Um, And so Like one of the things for me, I do want to prioritize being with my kids, but I also want to prioritize my creativity. And so for me, 
I need to figure out a time of day where my creativity can thrive. If I go and spend all day with my kids at the zoo or whatever, come home, I'm not giving what I need to to my business either. So it's kind of figuring out what does that look like to still not give the 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 worst tired overwhelmed parts to my business. Right. Or or your family. Or like, my family. Yeah. So like how does that look? Does that look like taking a solid two days off a week and doing that to my kids? Mm-hmm. Does it look like piecing out my day where I can do a little bit of all of it? Like that's kind of what I have to figure I remember out. when the boys were younger that I it did help me to like we were talking about the time blocking thing. Like knowing, okay, there are gonna be three hours I'm gonna spend on my business and like setting that intention with the whole family like Mm -hmm. okay boys you're gonna do your own thing in the mornings from 9 to 12 because Mm -hmm. I am gonna get work done and then I felt like I was getting a lot done Mm -hmm. and then the afternoons on we just always knew we would do like whatever together Mm -hmm. and that's when I would take them to do stuff but it felt like okay everybody understands this morning time we're not gonna go do activities mm-hmm. right away. I'm right. going to get this work done. Right. And maybe it does look – maybe you do have younger kids and you don't have the ability to do that during the day. So you do say, okay, my business is going to be at night now mm-hmm. or very early in the morning. However, like um, that – just realize that you are then in that priority saying – you might forego activities with your friends in the evening or girls' mm-hmm. nights or whatever. But you, again, it's just your, maybe your business will be the bottom priority of the summer and you prioritize those top two. So, And we talked about like even – so let's say – and that's very valid. Let's say your business is going to go a little bit on the back burner. You can still like – what are your best sellers? So maybe all summer you're not going to create new things. You're going to just like – keep your business going with what you already have created and you know people really like and you just talk about those a lot, send emails about those maybe like every other week sending, hey, remember my cleaners and this mm-hmm. is why people like them and you can, here are the summer scents you could get right now because I've mm-hmm. already developed those, but it feels like you're talking about it again and then right. people usually buy it. Mm-hmm. So just like maybe focus on those best sellers and promote them a lot and you already have the rhythm to make them but you're not spending a lot of energy on like creating and marketing and listing all new stuff if that's not where you want to spend your energy but still keep up sales so let's talk about like doing some sort of time audit maybe to start off this summer yes okay this I like this because (laughs) I just started doing this um I spent two days so if you have pretty good rhythms of work I would take two days to do this. If your weeks are a little sporadic, like maybe it take an entire week to do this. But I took two full days I was working. And I, and okay, let me preface by saying this is really tedious and it's not enjoyable, but the end result, getting all this data for yourself is really helpful. So I took two whole days and every single hour I wrote down exactly what I did. So like, 9 a.m. I <laughs> watered the plants at the shop. I got out the cash. I set up things for customers, etc. Like you write every single thing out for two whole days or maybe like a whole week if you're very part-time. Then the end of the two days, you go through and next to each hour, you write like how m- what revenue was that bringing in? So was that like the potential to bring in a thousand dollars of revenue or was it something like maybe a hundred dollars of revenue so for example candles well wait can you what about putting watering the plants yeah so okay so I have okay so that hour was like getting 
the shop ready for customers. So that is so what's your average day right. of sales? Okay, that, so there is an 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 amount to that. Yes. I kind of cuz the end result is you're going through and listing all these things that what kind of revenue it would produce. Like for example, creating a whole new what I'm working on is these pitch like pitch boxes that I can give to wholesale clients, potential wholesale clients of like my a couple samples of my best products. Uh, like personalized card, mail it to them so they can feel and see it. So that, like if I spent an hour doing one of those, that has the potential to be right. like thousands of dollars because of a lifetime of right. wholesale. Okay. So it's kind of, it's helping you then see like whatever your things like really has a high value to your time. Those are the things you want to be doing. But then, okay, so like those $100 or smaller revenues maybe that's something that you bring in a teenager and pay five hours a week to do Mm -hmm. so like you're paying $13 an hour Mm -hmm. for this then you get five hours back right to do and summer is a great time to do that with like high schoolers who are off so that like doing that time audit really helped me see like okay what should I spend time doing and what does it make sense for my business to pay Mm-hmm. a teenager to do for mm-hmm. five hours that would give me five hours to do those really high mm-hmm. income producing things. That was like really eye-opening yeah. to me. And maybe like to the opposite of that, if you have little kids and you're looking at your time audit and think that there are really important things you need to be doing, you may turn around and then invest in a sitter to yeah. come for a certain amount of time a week so that your kids aren't just like sitting around doing nothing but are you know able to do some fun things with a sitter yeah it was helpful even for like because some of my website stuff I was like ooh, okay if I could because what takes me so long on a website might take a person that does website stuff not as long but give me those five hours then okay then Mm -hmm. I could really evaluate is it worth it for me to pay this website person because then I have this these extra five hours to do these higher income producing mm-hmm. things like we've talked about that need to be me specifically. Mm-hmm. Right. It also helped me see like, okay, what could a teenager do that right. doesn't have to be me? So like water the plants. <laughs> so after me. you time audit, then Jen, how do you recommend like putting it on a calendar? Like to ha- the actual time blocking? But yeah, that's our, I mean, actually I'm still learning that. So feel free to oh, <laughs> say well, anything. I don't, I don't know either. I'm trying to figure out for me if it's best to, because you have a pretty good system of like uh, doing the wicks, mm-hmm. doing the wax, pouring the wax, like all of that, packaging, labels, whatever. Whereas mine, I'm trying to figure out, is it best to just make all the pocket tees at once, all the wet bags at once, all the headbands, or do I do order by order? So I'm still figuring that out. Yeah, I definitely, for mine, and again, this might differ, I definitely think batching is worthwhile. So mm-hmm. like spend, so I'll look at my time audit and I'll, I try to do like a week at a time and um, say like, okay, this stuff has to be done by Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So how, what does my time look like Monday and Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Like maybe I spend all day actually making the candles and then Tuesday all day inspecting them, mm-hmm. labeling them and getting them out. Mm-hmm. I usually find, and I think this is true for most people, that batching is more time efficient than like doing order by order. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out where in the like creativity realm that I insert in the like computer work that needs mm-hmm. to be done and the um 
like social media and all of that. So I am, I will say last summer, and I know my circumstances aren't everybody, but we did, we were able to put in a pool and that was ideal for us that I sit out there and do computer work mm-hmm. while the boys play in the pool. So again, there are ages that I can do that. Also having that at my house is nice, but um, and you I'm trying to figure out like, but I, and then you have the other side where people are like, be present, be in the moment. And I don't want to be one of those the those people that work from their house who are constantly doing both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I do want a little bit of separation, but I also don't feel guilt of doing both. So. Well, I think that I know that helps me to like really know the times I'm going to. Okay, if I know my mornings are work, then just do work, and it helps my brain to know like, well, the evenings are work. Or mm-hmm. I just flipped that, but you know what I mean. Like knowing that you are you do have time in your day to do it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be more effective by setting aside that time than just doing it here and there. And that's what's helped me in my rhythm with emails because I was getting very like as soon as an email would come in, I felt like I had to respond and getting to a rhythm of like I don't even check my emails till evening time because my brain like knows, OK, evening we will check. And you can if you worry about people waiting on your email response, you can set up an autoresponder that says mm-hmm. like. Thanks for your message. I'm in my office from 7 to 9 p.m. So I will respond to you then because I think that's just our society. We're in such a fast-paced society that people expect you to respond right away. But that's not really healthy for your self-care boundaries to just always be at everyone's beck and call. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to like set aside that time. And it's a helpful like brain tool that your brain knows, okay, mm-hmm. no, I have that time set aside, so mm-hmm. I will do it. I don't need to think about it right now. Yeah, and I do um, – summer brings, like, a rejuvenation. We were just talking about, like, a, a freedom, a rejuvenation, and a time to, like, really just be. And so I think it is important to, like Jenny was saying, find maybe some of your best sellers and push those on the week's that you are able to so that the weeks that you've decided to go on a family vacation or travel, I'm not a great example of this up here because I've been here so long. I've been here three weeks. <laughs> I did work a bit um, up here. You did do a lot of your pack, your, I did well, like, Jenny, design your own thing. So I feel like I have to preface one week. My family wasn't here. It was just me. And, um, I came up for graduation and then we kind of had that week. And that first week, Jenny was still working. Ellie was still working. My brother-in-law was still working. Her kids were still in school. So I was very, I was not on vacation. I felt like I can work while Jen works. Um, it was extra fun actually work, working out of her shop. But um, so I did. So I'm not a great example of this, but like last year when we went to Disney, I did not work at all while we were gone. And I want people to have the freedom to like, you don't have to work your business when you're not at your house, your shop or Mm -hmm. wherever you work out of. And so push bestsellers like up until that point, because I know too, a lot of us are dependent on our income that we get, but try your best to like what I've made up until this point is what I've made up until this point. And I'm not going to worry about a week of vacation. Like we can, you know, push it when we get back or whatever. I just... Mm -hmm feel like there's a lot of people that go on vacation and the whole time are working because mm-hmm. they feel like they need to make that one more sale. We talk about that all the time of like, when is enough sales enough? So, um, and I do understand because Illuminate Space is my income now. So I do understand moving from hobby business to like 
it's you have to have income. So, but that is a great way. So let's say I wanted to go on vacation for a week. I do have those teenagers that I can pay. So maybe I'm paying out a little bit more that month, but train someone to make Mm -hmm. your products. Mm -hmm. So your business can still be running in the background, or maybe you create some digital digital items that are making that like filling in those extra gaps. Mm -hmm. You can find ways to still go on vacation Mm -hmm. and your business still run. It Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have to stop your business. It might mean you have to invest a little bit more, but you're still continuing your business. Right. It's not like it's at a loss. Right. Or just take a week off. Like my girl, Maya and Paige know how to fill orders if I had to like if you got some step away on. for a couple of days. I mean, I yeah, I mm-hmm. this is the hot calling the kettle black because I haven't taken a vacation in yeah. a long time. But those are like healthy things to put in place. I I could take a vacation mm-hmm. and they would know for a week how mm-hmm. to like fulfill those orders. So yeah. You don't have to stop it all together. If you hear that and worry about like, well, I have to have this income. I get that. Yeah. Me too. Just make sure to be taking time for yourself, even if it's just a few minutes a day. I plan on, we've talked about this before, June and July can be really slow for retail um, because people are traveling. People are spending those late nights at the pool. People, you know, so you might see a little decrease here in June and July. And so do a little bit of dreaming for what back to school is going to look like for your business and and what items you can put out more than too. So just take time for yourself to still give yourself that creativity mm-hmm. um, and, and be with your family. But um, I think that's all. I think our Thing for them is to do their time audit. Yeah, do I'm your gonna. Time I go. I get home in a couple it's days, super and I'm gonna do my time audit. We should both like film us doing it so we can post it. Yeah, we should. And again, it feels a little like because there were times I was like, oh my god, oh no, I know, I just said it wrong. You do it every 15 minutes. So oh, like 15 minutes. That's yeah. I'm remembering. Now. Mine would be like blah blah so, blah. Okay, Instagram. Yeah, blah, no, blah, blah. a okay, lot Instagram. of it was a lot of it was repetitive. So like, but the it's so important to go right out each 15 minutes because you really, really want to chart every single thing that you do because that's how you spot the things like, okay, I can, this, for instance, the plants and stuff. Like if I was really doing the time audit right, then I should pull those things and write those on when my end page come in on their task list. Mm. So then it's taking it out of my day, but I know it's getting done each week. Like water the plants, um, clean the windows. Those are things that do not need to be me, but we don't realize we're doing them because we just do them with our right. with our tasks. So like me, it is important for me to be the one to at least like pour the candles or be in some part of the making process because I do, I take it very seriously and want to make sure it's done right. But then there are other little pieces like putting the wick in mm-hmm. that could be someone else. So mm-hmm. it, that's why the 15 minute increments and it does feel like, oh my gosh, because I felt like I was writing all day long. But then going back and seeing the actual like pieces of your day that you're doing is super helpful. And that will, even that will help you like maybe block it better right. and be like, right. oh, I spent this much time doing wicks. So that's what I need to build into my schedule. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Do your time on it. That's what I'll do. I'll keep you posted on it. But mm-hmm. I think it's just so important to um, write all that stuff down. And it kind of links back to what Leslie and I talked about last week of like 
why, like, if Jenny was like, well, this task is very tedious, but like I, and it doesn't bring a lot of income back to me, but I must do it. It makes you kind of what Leslie was saying, like, well, why are you so gung-ho on that? Like, Mm -hmm. what is it about you that you need to change that like could help in this? I am even thinking of like housework. She and I talked a lot about clutter and housework and it's like, Writing it all of that down too, and saying to the boys, like, you guys can pick up your own shoes. Like, yeah, I, little things like that. Yeah. First of all, shout out to Leslie and Christina because that was such an awesome episode. And I love that was so meaningful to me to hear your messages about like Trevor and me. So <laughs> it's always special when people notice that and see that. So thank you. But the episode was so good. And I have found myself thinking, like when I come into the house and I'm stressed about like a mess or something, I've been using what you guys said of like, okay, well, why am I stressed about that? Who is going to come in and see that? Or does it really like make me stressed? Or am I thinking like I'm supposed to be stressed right. that there's That's this it. clutter yes. here? And that has helped me a lot because usually it's like, you know, it doesn't matter yes. that it's there. That's not stressing me out. Or, and it gives me the freedom to say like, yeah, I want to clean that up. Yes. And I feel less like, oh, I have to clean that up. Which I do feel like just we're, you know, we're done with the the time management. So go and do your uh, your time audit. But real quick, because what y'all don't know and maybe you do is Jenny does all of our editing for the podcast. And so when she wasn't able to do it with because of life, I panicked because I don't know how to edit the podcast. And um I completely forgot to add an intro for Leslie, and I said in the episode, oh, I already gave all of your handles. So real quick, before we go, if you listened to last episode, if you haven't, you need to. Leslie is a life coach who is absolutely phenomenal at um, just helping. She started off by helping people declutter their spaces, but it became decluttering our minds. Anyways, she's awesome. Go follow her on Instagram at Leslie Alderco. We'll share her stuff too. We already have on our Instagram, but you must go follow her. She's in New Zealand, so she's fun to follow like on a personal level and business level. Um, And thanks again for listening today. And we are navigating summer just like you guys. So be on the lookout on our Instagram. We'd love for you to go follow us. And we'll talk soon about what's upcoming for our podcast and our community. If you love the podcast, we would love if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together. For more content, go follow us on Instagram at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love following and supporting other small businesses. And if you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on the podcast, visit smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com.